0: welcome to another episode of the unpublished podcast my name is amy and today we have millie ford with us on the podcast millie is an actor a content creator um an incredible i know you said not to say comedian because i don't <laughs> want to put the pressure on but um, you are an incredible comedian <laughs> thank you for being that.
1: here i just find it so like there's so much pressure if someone's like oh this is Millie, she's a comedian. And then everyone's like, all right, all right, make me laugh. And they just wait. <laughs> you give me your best joke. And I'm like, oh, ah, like, that's not the type of comedy that I'm in.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's so fair enough. I didn't think about that at all. Um, but thank you for being here, Millie. I'm so excited for today's chat.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. Um, as I said before, like I've been following you forever and like just like every single post hits, and I, it's just it's so refreshing to see this stuff being talked about online because it's it's sometimes can be a struggle to find people who relate to mm. your content in in your close circle. Mm. Um, as much as they want to empathize with you, they just they just can't sometimes, and so it just hits different when you see there's a whole community of people who like get it, like yeah.
0: Fuck yeah, I completely agree and it's something I'm so thankful that I've found is community that understand because fuck the healing that happens when someone just says, oh my
1: God, yeah, I really understand that and
0: I feel that too. Like that's all I need. I don't even need solutions. I just need someone to be like, I get that.
1: That validation and you're like, yes, you get it. Like I'm not going crazy over here. Like and you don't, there's, you sometimes feel like there's something wrong with you, but when you can see it online and other people relate, you're like, there's Mm. something wrong with me. Oh my Um, God. Yeah.
0: It's Is so important and I don't when I started off like talking about creativity like I just was desperate to feel mi- understood mm-hmm. and I'm so grateful that we've like I, that there's a community that's been built where it's about just understanding each other so thank you that feedback actually means a lot to me I'm really grateful uh, <laughs> um so I messaged Milly a few weeks ago and I was like do you want to get onto the podcast and just talk about like the discipline the creativity the sometimes pain that um comes with content creating and making content for socials um, because I think this is something I really really want to talk about Um, and I want to talk about in a safe space where we're allowed to discuss the ups and downs and acknowledge yeah the the brilliance of it and the magic of it but also talk about you know how fucking hard this can be and what it requires of us to show up so consistently um, and so vulnerably on social media so I'm really excited to dive in.
1: I'm excited too. And like, thank you for reaching out um, because, and just providing a space, I suppose, to chat through this stuff. And like, I, I know that sometimes bringing up things that we struggle with, you, there's there's a sense of guilt about it for some reason embedded in it, but like mm-hmm. the fact that this is a safe space to be like vulnerable and just let everything out. Yeah. No judgment is just the best thing
0: <laughs> it, that's exactly what I want they to be and I think it's important that we do acknowledge that guilt because I think this is what so many creatives experience it's like oh like you know I know I have like a really enchanted life and a privilege to create art and to make impact but that doesn't mean that there's not a lot of dark side there's a lot of darkness I think to it and a lot of um exhaustion and a lot of yeah um, energy that has to go behind it, and we deserve space to talk about it and to unpack it and to kind of look at the intricacies of it and to just say, yeah, this is challenging or this is beautiful, and, and we need that safe space. I'm excited. Me too. I am <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, amazing. All right. Like, where do we begin? I know. <laughs> I know. Like,
1: why? Why don't I just ask you,
0: how are you feeling at the moment? How is your content creation at the moment? Like, where are you at right now?
1: Okay. I love this question. I think that this is a really different kind of question than I'm usually asked mm-hmm. because a lot of people will say like oh how did you start You oh, know, yeah. you know how, where do the ideas come from and stuff but like this journey that I've been on is just not linear and it is just constantly fluctuating and right now I, I feel like I'm in such a weird place with it all because um, I started for a little bit of background I started doing the kind of impressions of teachers mums employees characters to almost two years ago Mm -hmm. um, which is crazy I can't believe we were locked down two years ago I know Oh my goodness so much has changed but yeah so I started doing that stuff which just came like quite naturally to me I think like as in the nostalgic side of stuff, I really enjoyed impersonating. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. For some reason, I was like, I don't know where that came from. Um, I the context me
0: and um, me and Millie went to the same school. So, like, yeah. I see these teachers and I, <laughs> I know who they are.
1: We know them. we like, they're embedded in our brains and maybe that's part of it. Um, yeah. But as, like, as I've kind of gone through these past two years, I have just seen so much change in my content and there's definitely been characters that I've gone back to like the teacher and the mom. Um, Mm -hmm. But I will say like, there have been some really low times from coming, I think coming down from such a high as well, which is like this crazy, like almost just astronomical kind of attention or growth Mm -hmm. in attention Mm -hmm. that I just didn't even see coming at all. Like, I love attention. Don't get me wrong. I love attention. <laughs> I did not expect it to come this way and this quickly. Yeah. And so, naturally, with the high, there's going to be a point where it peaks and mm. then there's a low afterwards.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. And
1: I wasn't prepared for that. As in, I knew it was going to come eventually. As in like the adrenaline rush of it all was going to come to an end. Yeah. Um. But I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to prepare for that. I wasn't really sure what it was going to look like. I didn't really know like if I was ever, I, I always have this weird feeling that there's going to be an end to my, to my creativity and that it's going to just stop one day and I'm never going to have a good idea ever again. And I was oh my God. anticipating that.
0: I mean this is such a problem for creatives um as you know and it's for it's a problem for creatives who are at the beginning of their journey who are like you who've had this huge high like and for creatives who are like you know have been in this for like 60 years is we think it's all going to be robbed of us mm-hmm. because i think we just grew up in such a scarcity culture where it's like this isn't sustainable art you know oh you're you're trying to do something so different so creative you know better have a backup job better be careful you know got got to have a lot of savings like it's always been scary stories around the work that we do and so yeah. we're constantly prepared. And like the, the stress I think that it puts on our bodies all the time, we are constantly prepared to have the rug pulled. And it is so I I don't think I've ever articulated that before. It is so tiring mm-hmm. to like you're constantly just treading water, being making sure like nothing is gonna, you know, surprise you, take, you know, take you unawares and and grab all this from you. It's really heavy.
1: Oh my gosh. That is literally how I feel. And when when I kind of came down from that like rush when it was probably like the end of 2021 mm. Um, there was some serious creative block there because I was so scared of where to tread. I just was like, I, I like, I didn't even know what to create because I just was like, Oh my gosh, is this going to hit the same as like, I, when everyone came out of lockdown, mm. that's kind of when I noticed that there was like, like, don't get me wrong. I know there's my videos still do really well. And yeah, I, yeah. like that, like, I suppose, um, like virality, I suppose. I totally can appreciate that. It was just that contrast from what it was before when everyone came out of lockdown. And so I was yeah. like trying to navigate that. And so I was like really scared of where to tread. Yeah. And it was probably my first experience with creative block that I was like, I'm literally done. Like mm-hmm. I'm done. I don't know where what I'm going to do from now. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel pulled towards doing teachers every day or mums every day. I didn't want to pigeonhole myself. I was trying to be creative. And in some ways, like, it was really good for me to go through that because I needed to know how to cope with it and what, what it was going to look like and how to get myself out of that rut for the next time that it was going to happen. But I remember feeling so stressed, Mm. exhausted, um, like low, um, because I just was like, Everyone's expecting this from me. Everyone's expecting this from me. Like I can't meet everyone's standards, and it's just—it was really hard to kind of push through. Um, and yeah. then I'm sure you're so familiar with the way that, like, it just ebbs and flows. Just ebbs and flows. It's just the way that it is. It's like this. It side. is. It's just literally ebbs and flows, and like you can't do anything about. It. You can't change that. No. Like, it's out of our control. I think
0: there's so much to unpack there, but I think on the ebbs and flows front, I think learn, creatives have to learn to trust ebbs and flows and to see the ebbs. Wait, which one is the worst one? Yeah, the ebbs. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> the ebbs as you know, it's not a threat to our safety. It's not a yeah. threat to our creativity. But we're not taught that. No, who who the fuck's taught us that? Like yeah. we're told that um, you know creativity and creative jobs in particular are so um, scarce and so dangerous that these ebbs feel super dangerous to our bodies and the exhaustion and the stress that we come under when because oh my god, what if it never peaks again? I think understanding that it is this completely non-linear journey. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how we teach our bodies that. I don't know how we teach our minds that. But, you know, it does ebb and flow. And even if you look at like the micro versions just on social media and you look at what you share and you look at the way, you know, attention comes and goes in like a almost like a daily or weekly pattern, it's kind of like maximize that on your like larger career scale. We have to learn to ride these waves. Otherwise, we're going to burn out because it's so fucking tiring trying to manage it.
1: You know what's really what a piece of advice that someone once told me, just to like kind of go off that as well. Mm. Um, it was like a friend of mine said, "Stop comparing your day on day." And oh my God, yeah, I was literally being like my my days were like that." like almost jarring next to each other. It was like I'd have a really like one viral video. I'm like, yeah, best day ever. Next day it didn't quite hit. And I had the worst day ever. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not as good as yesterday. But instead of comparing my day on day, I was learning comparing my year on year. Yeah. Like that whole year, the flow of what's going to happen, you're going to have highs and lows. And then it's like almost like the average of that in a yes. sense without just honing in on like this day has been a bad day. Mm. Like I'm done and like dramatizing it. And knowing that and trusting that, like, this is just the process. The process, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Yes. The other day (laughs) I decided I don't do this very often, but I decided to go back to an old journal (laughs) and I reread just like three or four days. and. I read the first one and I was just in this most incredible space. And I was like, I'm just in my purpose I'm connecting my work is connecting. I'm doing the best job I've ever done. And I was like, wow, I've opened my diary at a really great space. Then I turned the page and I am not okay. And the next day I am like in the depths of depression oh, wow. and I'm, like, and it's like, this is so tiring for me, and they're and they're true emotions, you know. It's not like I'm confused. Like I genuinely had the fucking best day, and then I yes. genuinely had the worst day ever, <laughs> and it's so
1: tiring.
0: And I'm just like, oh, baby, like I feel for that girl. And like a lot of that is still in me, but like, I think I am learning now to hold less tightly to my days. Yes. I think it's really important for any kind of creative entrepreneur. We get so obsessed with, okay, how did my post go today? How did, yeah. how productive was I today? Like, but zooming out and giving ourselves space to like, look, even monthly is so much more relieving.
1: Yes, it is. And it's so funny because I I am sure you can relate in some senses, but I'm a classic for like dishing out this and being like, you've got to look at your year on year, not your day on day. And then I'll find myself next week, just doing exactly what I said not to do. And I'm like, Millie, like, shut up. Like literally I have to say to myself, shut up. yeah, You're fine. Shut up. Like you are spiraling now. And I think to go back to your question of like where I'm at now, it's been like a journey to get here. But, and like, there are absolutely days where well, actually probably more like weeks where I'm just like, what is going on with me? Mm. Like, I don't even know. I don't know what I'm doing. I like, I, I feel lost. I feel like, yeah. you know, you don't see that from the other side. You just see my new reel, you see, yeah. my, new reel, you yeah. see my story, but there are, I, I can't even tell you how much of my days or weeks is spent like thinking about why I haven't posted enough that day or why I haven't shared that piece of content and I need to share it, but I'm not going to do it for a couple more days because I'm sitting on it for whatever reason. Yeah, And most it's so draining and like, you know, I'm just, I'm at a point where I'm like, just post, but mm-hmm. also I still don't listen to my own advice. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, I can relate. It's me, me telling everyone, you guys just need to rest and then yes. like fucking myself. Guys, you should chill out. Everyone just needs productivity, isn't important.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, literally. Fuck. literally, but you know what has really helped is like, I will see a post of yours, and it's always what I'm going through. And I'm like, <laughs> shut up, like, literally, shut up, Millie. Bye like, on it's you. So annoying. And I think, like, <laughs> I think I just, I right now has been really good because I found. And in the evolution of my content, I found this new format for me, Mm -hmm. which is like some of the stuff I've been posting on my reels and TikTok, which is, um, like things that girls, it's more related. Yeah. I love that. Love, love. I've been loving it. Oh, thank you. It's been (laughs) really fun to do. And it's ignited this new kind of spark, creative spark in me, which I Couldn't have even dreamt up last year. I had no idea what the next step was going to be, what the next chapter was going to be. But I remember looking back at those days where I'm like, I'm done. I'm never going to have another creative (laughs) idea. And I'm like, you're an idiot. Like I've got a whole notes pad of like ideas that I can always fall back on. Um, But an interesting thing about that as well, which I became to hear your thoughts on Mm -hmm. is like, when you have an idea and you've got the energy in that moment, to create that idea yeah I also have to seize that moment because no matter how good the idea is sometimes the next day I just won't feel like yeah it's
0: not as fresh yeah Yeah. no this is a real thing and it and again it comes back to before we I press record we were talking about like our daily structures and like how you structure your day as a creative who's self-employed essentially um when an idea grabs me I do uh, for a lot of them especially if it's a slightly bigger idea if I don't do it then I will not do it ever yes (laughs) Yes. Yes. And it's extremely like I've been trying to structure myself a lot more this year, and I've like even got like an Excel spreadsheet,
1: oh, which I is love really that. weird.
0: <laughs> and um, it has like content ideas in it. Um, and you know sometimes like you know if it's just a simple idea, I can I can do that whenever I want to do that. Like, but if it's a more complicated idea or if it's something particularly vulnerable and personal to me, and I can't jump on it. Yeah. And that's really hard because, you know, you're trying to, we're trying to structure our days. We're trying to support ourselves. But like, if you've suddenly got an idea like, a lot of my ideas come at night as well.
1: Hey, I'm, this is my struggle. It's so hard. I don't know. Like I am a night person, but it frustrates me that I can't make the most of my daytime when it's like, I'm literally like, come on, like get the motivation. Oh and my God. Night, yeah.
0: Suddenly it's all there. It's, we are, it's so annoying and we're still we still hold on to so much baggage like cultural narratives about like working nine to five and like you have to be productive during the light hours and like that's really heavy baggage that like I have worked like so long trying to let it go but fuck, yeah. sometimes it will be like 3 p.m and I'm like watching tv and I'm like I hate you you are yes. so lazy I'm like shut
1: up yes that's shut exactly- up. the laziness as well and like like for me the problem with me being really creative at night is that if I am awake and lot at night then I'm obviously going to bed later, and I'm waking up later. Yeah. yeah, forcing myself to get up at a reasonable hour to, to avoid judgment from yeah. people who are like, "Oh, you get up really late." And it's mm-hmm. like I may kind of work technically nine to five, but I'm also not really working those hours. I'm like, exactly. maybe I maybe my brain doesn't start till eleven, and I finish at like eight. Like, yeah. maybe I finish at eleven p.m. I don't know, and it's really hard to find that structure. Especially when people, I'm sure you get this question a lot, like, what does your day look like? Oh, my God, yeah. And it's like, so do you just like, like do 2pm, you've got to create something? I'm like, it doesn't work like that. I can't Mm. just, I can't just always turn on my camera and create the most groundbreaking piece of content I've ever made in my Mm. life.
0: Yeah. And we've, again, like we've been taught to structure our days. We've been taught to have routines, like our whole lives built in systems that are very routine driven. So like school systems, university systems, work systems are like, you come in, you do the work you leave, but now we're dealing with something as ethereal as like creativity, the muses, and it like fucking just drops in on you like random times of the day and you just got to drop everything. And like, it's a lot and we're not taught how to do it. And I think it can be because it's so different how everyone else works we can feel a lot of guilt and it also can be quite an intense experience having these ideas just come to you and realizing the urgency of i have to act on this now
1: yes literally and it's, it's interesting because like there are instances where i'll get like a a, a camp a brand camp, oh my gosh brand <laughs> campaign come in yeah yeah and you know there's a deadline and yeah like notoriously i work really well under pressure as well yeah um so If it's a hard deadline, it's like the brand needs it by this day. Mm. It always gets done. Like it'll Mm. get done and I'll be happy with it. But for myself, if I don't have that deadline and I'm like, you've got to film tonight, for some reason I can't muster up. Of course creativity for myself, it seems impossible, even though I've done it before.
0: Yeah. Because we've never been taught um to have ourselves hold ourselves accountable because yes. we've always had bosses and teachers and yeah. and you know professors or whatever it is. We've always had someone above us that we have yeah. to hold accountable to. And like we just literally like culturally were never told to respect our own desires and wishes. And it's like all of a sudden we've chosen this incredible life and we want to chase, you know, our creativity and our art. And but we don't respect ourselves enough to show up for ourselves. And there's yeah. a lack of trust in ourselves. And it's just like it's honestly one of the biggest things I see with creatives is creatives don't trust themselves and so painful.
1: Such yeah, a heal. Like such a I'm literally feeling like like emotional thinking about how I don't show up for myself mm-hmm. like I do for like my best friends, my family. And you're just like, why can't, I'm just like, why can't I do it? Like, yeah. what is it that's stopping me from being like, all um, right, turn this off, going to go film right now, mm. do my video. And then I'm going to go and reward myself with like an episode of something. Mm. Yeah. It's like, it'll be sitting here for a bit. This is like genuine, genuinely what it's like. I'll be sitting here for a bit on my phone. Oh, I really need to film that thing, but it's all right. I've got like ages. So I'll just mm. like do another 10 minutes of like scrolling and then mm. I'll go film it. And then in the ten minutes, I'm like, oh, something else has come up now. I don't yeah. really want to do it. I'll do something it later.
0: else for someone else, most likely, because yes. that will get
1: me. That will get me. Yeah. Are you quite like? Um, I feel like with content, with like social media as well, mm-hmm. I find that I'm often like looking for inspiration. I'm looking for ideas, and I've really this year, I'm really trying to just do more. And mm-hmm. like, action it, like do it, yeah. like don't just be scrolling. Yeah, no, but I'm scrolling to get inspo. To get
0: inspo, yeah.
1: Like, there's like, it got to be a balance. But I find that I get lured in.
0: Oh my god! And then
1: I like try and look for ideas, knowing full well, like I can come up with them, and I've got heaps. Yeah, of you
0: don't need, yeah.
1: But I'm just like I'm just looking for inspo, and it's like no, just do it, like action. Yeah. It.
0: This is not your fault and it's not our fault and I think that we really need to sit with that because like we have these freaking apps like we're working on these apps that are just designed to pull us in like it is literally hilarious that like the most addictive thing in the world is like where we have to be for work like it's not our fault that we get stuck like it's so challenging and so many creatives like you know I this is my job like my job is is making art and putting it on these socials but I I get so stuck on the socials (laughs) and it's like it's not your fault it's not your fault like this is so hard like what this is such a tricky thing to navigate um but as you said like and then I think you're right like we say oh but I need it to get inspiration it's like you you don't
1: you don't it's excuses yeah it's like it's finding destruction that's procrastination it's yeah and like I'm a classic for procrastination I actually feel like this like sense of shame around mm. it like it's really hard to talk about yeah. in terms of like um how much I procrastinate how much I don't get done in the day versus how much I can get done in like an hour
0: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> if I have to I can get stuff done so quickly if mm. I wanted to if you
0: wanted to yeah
1: and then like you'll be like there'll be days where I'm just like I've done nothing productive today and then I'm like, but I'm creative, so, like, it kind of comes and goes, but I don't help myself. I don't, like, let mm-hmm. myself, I don't necessarily put the boundaries in place to help myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I've just been reading this book, Atomic Habits. I'm not sure if you've read it. I'm sure you have. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I love him. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I've just, it's been really, really helpful for me, lots of little psychological changes yeah. in my life, which are helping me curve bad habits and putting yeah. good yeah Um, like you've got to set up your environment to almost be like like foolproof for yourself (laughs) yeah I think something
0: I think Jerry Seinfeld says this actually it's like you have to treat your like artist and creative self like a little baby
1: (laughs) oh my gosh I literally made a video about this the other day no I didn't post it because I was embarrassed but I literally (laughs) talk to myself like a child no that's what I do I
0: talk to myself like a baby and like (laughs) it is it's cringe
1: it's cringe. I'm like, okay, Millie, you said that you said that if you, you would put it off till tomorrow, I said that you could have that extra time yesterday. Cause you said you were definitely going to do it tomorrow and it's tomorrow now. And why haven't you done it? Why haven't you done it? And I'm like, true. I did say that. Damn it. Like, and I'm like,
0: you're literally a child. Like, yeah. up. <laughs> uh, but I actually love this. And I think <laughs> That it's like some sort of like magical part of being a creative. And I feel like the young part of us is often the creative part of us. And it's like, we're, yeah. we're dealing with like a very sensitive, like kind of like unruly, not yeah. very like, not very responsible inner artist. artist. Yeah. They, they require us to treat them like children. And whilst they do require us to be like, okay, you said you're going to do this. Okay. So we're going to do it in the next hour. And then we're going to have a break and we're going to watch TV. Well, yeah. they also need, um, I think they need extreme compassion and gentleness. And then, and I can feel when I get shame or I get yes. guilty or I get angry that that little inner child, like, it's like I'm yelling at a little four year old version of me. I'm Like, you know, what the fuck are you doing? Like, and Absolutely. envisioning me yelling at that little girl, like, is so painful. But that is what I do and what I've done for the last few years is like just been so cruel when she doesn't step up to the way that I wanted to be. Yeah. So I've learned, I've learned to have this, like, I call it like a mothering language it's like you are doing so well oh my god so you are funny. I'm so proud of you you are showing up and even though today wasn't that great and you're feeling pretty low I'm so proud of you oh I literally talked to myself like that
1: <laughs> I love this is like therapy for me right now like I needed this validation because I'm like it's it's shameful you're just like if I was to wake like one of my friends like do you ever feel like you talk to yourself like you're a little child because you don't get stuff done Like, I would be so terrified of some people being like, no, no, No. (laughs) like there would definitely be some of them who are like, yeah, I'm the same. But like putting that out there and voicing it and being like, yeah, I'm 26 years of age and I still like, I'm not, still feel like I'm not very disciplined. Mm. It's like embarrassing. Mm -hmm. And like, I do, you do wonder, you're just kind of like, why am I like this? Mm. And why does it seem like other people have it together and they know how to kind of get stuff done? And I'm like, why am I not getting stuff done? And mm-hmm. I, why, why don't I have the discipline? And then you feel resentment towards yourself when you're in the future and you're dealing with laws problems away. Yeah. Are you put off? Yeah. And it's like this cycle, it's just this cycle it continues and it's exhausting. And like, you're just like, why am I, why am I doing this at this yeah. age? You know?
0: Yeah. And that's shame. And then that makes you hide and it's just, then it yeah. grows and shame thrives in the darkness which is why I'm so grateful for conversations like this yeah. because it's it is especially for creatives this is such a shared experience yeah um and and such a painful one and like yeah. it's, I think this is so important you were saying sorry
1: I'm sorry just one thing on that as yeah. well I think that I feel whenever I'm in those um periods of my life when I just feel like shameful I mm-hmm. notice that I don't create as much and I don't put out content because I'm in I, I feel frustrated and embarrassed at myself. And I'm just like, I feel like everything's a mess and I can't put stuff out if if everything's a mess. It just mm-hmm. doesn't feel like I'm it's always like, I'll do it once I've tidied this or yeah, once yeah. I've got this perfect idea, then I'll do it. It's always like yeah. waiting for something. And then that day doesn't come or it's never perfect. And then it just never gets created. Or yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, shame I think is literally the artist's enemy, the creative's enemy. Like yeah. I don't know of another emotion that like silences us like yeah it's um, true. yeah and I think the more we get to talk about procrastination the more we get to air out like you know I'm getting a little bit better but truly like I would have just whole days of trying to do tasks and no one's holding me accountable and it's just me and yeah. I would be in bed till like you know really late in the day and I'd be like no one's making me like I have to get out of bed yeah. and make myself do everything like again like I already did it yesterday like I already made a piece of art to share yesterday and it's just it's so much and I just wish that we understood and I just want to like mother all of us and remind us like what we do is (laughs) is actually really fucking hard and it takes a huge amount of energy to do what we do and it's okay that you know all of us are struggling at some point or another
1: yeah it's it's so true I agree Mm. Mm. um I was also going to say just on that as well like It's funny because I've got like, there's two types of people that when I, when I talk about my job, there's so many people that are like, oh my gosh, I don't know how you do it. It must be exhausting. Like you must be so tired. Like just do it. Your life is crazy. And then half of me is just like, yeah, I am. I am like so crazy busy. And then there's there's times when I'm at home and I'm just like, "It's like crickets and I'm like, yeah, really flat out today. Really, really fun out. I'm like, I don't know how I do it. And then there's like, but then there's like, so there's that side. But then, yeah, get the the industry. But then yeah. there's like, so what do you do all day? And then there's that side where I'm like, hey, I am a creator. I am constantly on. I never have time off. I'm constantly thinking of ideas. And then the other side of me is just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, 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 like you know what I mean. You've got these I. On- completely
0: agree (laughs) and like both sides can trigger shame (laughs) yeah it's so interesting and again like this is why we need community because we need people to understand like what this like very new experience is like right because people haven't worked like this ever before really (laughs) like we're in a very new era of creatives like we work in a very different way we get opportunities that have never been seen before and so we need each other to remind each other that like our experiences are not unique Like, I so resonate with that. Like, I will be, I'm not good at working. Well, I'm I'm not very good at working full stop. But like, I'm like one (laughs) (laughs) tool. I've got something. It actually kind of is like, and James, (laughs) my husband, who obviously works with me, like, he's even worse at working. Like, and he is, but he's proud of it. And I wish I could be proud of it. Anyway, from like one to five, I'm like, kind of whatever, like, nothing can happen. My brain just switches off. And that's often the time my sister pops in. And the amount, and I hate, I'm always just sitting on the couch watching TV. And the amount of times I'll like grab my laptop or like, and I'm like, Amy, why are you doing this? Like, I just, I'm, I'm just like creating the illusion of. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's sorry. ridiculous.
1: Just been working really hard, so I've just finished this
0: email. Okay, no. like, wait one, one second, one second. Sec- so really busy. <laughs> <laughs> but kind of, you know, and I really want that this year again. Like every year is my year to let go of these narratives, and hopefully, yeah. it's happening more and more you know but they're huge stories to deconstruct um you know the way we've worked we've worked very similarly as a like human race for like 200 years and we are having to undo that all by ourselves and because we're literally by ourselves as well because we're not working in teams that's a big load and it's like it's heavy on us and yeah it's hard
1: it's hard it is hard and I'm still adjusting and I think that the biggest thing for me is to learn that like it's like I mean, I didn't totally, didn't even expect to be working for myself at like at this age, let let alone ever. Mm. And so I don't think I really, I didn't have, I like, I think I always thought, oh, you know, one day it'd be nice to like have my own business and blah, blah, Mm. blah, but I didn't ever like really prepare myself or like learn the skills to do it properly. So, but what I've been learning now is to like, you kind of have to like trick yourself a little bit into um and this is what i mean by making your environment foolproof like for example i know that i have to bookend my days with something for like i make sure that i have um pilates classes booked in at a certain time in the morning mm. to get me up out of bed and if mm. i don't go to that class i get a strike from the
0: gym. yeah from the gym that's so yeah.
1: good and I, or i've got pt once a week and like we make sure it's an early class and like yeah. i've got a really bad habit of like say if it's like um like if that's the first thing of my day then I don't wake up until I have time to go and then I go and then I start my day and it's like it's become a bad habit. So it's like it has to be what gets me out of bed is yeah. like always keeping myself, somebody else to keep me accountable. Yeah, and um, that's
0: okay and that's good.
1: Yeah. It's like finding these little hacks because you know what your bad habits are and how to discipline yourself.
0: Yeah. And I think so often we feel shame because we can't do it by ourselves. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's like, we don't have to, why do you think you have to, like you are allowed to reach out and have accountability and we're allowed to have, you know, you know, an environment that supports us. It's like, Oh, I feel like shit. I'm, I can't stop eating all of these bad foods. And you look at your house and it's just like, you're like setting yourself up to fail. And I think so many creatives set ourselves up to fail. I, you know, I can't concentrate and it's like, well, what's your environment like? What, what's happening? Could, could you ask for support? We're allowed all these things and it's not shameful and it's not like making us any less than.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. And I think I personally really struggle to ask for help, mm. um, especially like in the past when I've reached out to help and I felt like it's been burdening for someone. Or yeah, like it's so responded hard. responded badly and you're just like, okay, no one wants to help me like I'm I'm annoying people so it's translated into work and also I feel like I look down on asking for help as though I'm like like really struggling and like like oh Millie's reached out for help that's unusual for <laughs> her. she must be really bad like you mm-hmm. know what I mean even yeah. though it's just, like genuinely it would just make my life easier oh
0: my god yeah <laughs> uh, um, we are so deserving of it and like fuck it's what I just I wish it wasn't so hard but we are so deserving of having as much help as we fucking possibly can as we navigate and and, you know create and make you know other people's lives great without art mind you we're allowed support as we do this
1: absolutely
0: yeah huge it's really hard especially for people pleasers and I'm getting the people pleaser kind of vibe
1: from you (laughs) I have struggled with people pleasing my whole life. And I even though even though I tell myself, you know what? I don't care what people think. That's what I say. I'm just gonna be on Instagram and I'm gonna post whatever I want. Like I don't care. I'm done with it. And I'll literally have days where it's I explode and I post. I'm a classic for posting like 20 things in a day and then going radio silent for a week. And it's like, uh, okay. And then I'm like, guys, I'm back. And then I post, 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 post. I don't care. I'm going to post this. This is funny. (laughs) Or like, and then like the weird, like I post like three things in a row that are kind of really weird. And then when I'm in my off peak, which is like right now, I'm like, I cannot believe I posted that. Like, did someone possess me? That that is so weird. And I'm like, not in the mood to post. It's so weird.
0: (laughs) I'm 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 super... I'm super interested in this rhythm. Again, it's an ebbing and flowing, right? That you have to trust. (laughs) And trust is such a big thing, I think, with this. But we can go into that in a a bit. But yeah, yeah, do you understand any of that ebb and flow for you? Do you, can you, like, Uh, have
1: you looked into it at all? Look, to be honest, I haven't. I think... It definitely has to do with my like hormone cycle. Mm. Sure. Like I noticed that that's a massive, massive part of it. Like I'm on my period this week. I've been moody. Like posting that definitely plays into it. It's like definitely a hormones thing. Um, just like regular, I'm not on any like, um, like contraception or anything. Yeah.
0: So it's just you. yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and I think that we, you know, we often will just feel moody and and, and not want to do things. Of course, but I always admire people who are like constantly day in day out, day out posting, and it's like it's almost like you don't have a break ever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like why I feel guilty when I have a break. I'm like, how can everyone else do it? Yeah, I mean? and so yeah, and
0: that question is so painful. Yeah, and yeah, sorry.
1: No, that's alright. I was just gonna say, oh, I'm with the um ebbing and flowing thing. I think like. It does have a lot to do with my environment. Um, Mm. You know, say if I've got a messy room or Mm. um, I haven't been working out as much or I haven't been eating as much, that all plays into it. How am I feeling about myself in that present moment? Am I happy with myself? Mm. Um, You know, have I had a really difficult conversation that's like put me off something? Mm. Um, That, I just get really heavily influenced by that stuff. It's hard to block out. And so I am guilty of letting small things or like even big things just really completely changed the real. yeah. my day like they just influenced me like that and I'm like great that whole day is written off now I don't feel like doing anything yeah um, yeah and then I think in the moments when I do feel um positive or like excited to create this is also kind of a bad thing but I it's because I've been validated by a post doing really well and I'm like great all right, we're mm. back. Here we go. My post is yeah. viral. All right, I've got this. Like people are loving what I'm putting down. Like mm. I must be in the creative zone at the moment. And then I just continue the next day. Like, great, we're back. It's good. And so sometimes I'm guilty of basing my value off um, yeah. like numbers. And, and yeah.
0: I was going to talk about that because I think, you know, again, it's something that um, creatives can be really ashamed of. Like yeah. people often ask me, like, are you affected by, you know, how well you post to? Yeah, I am. Yeah i am sure, and yeah. i thought that that was something to change and to be ashamed of yeah. but as i've sat with it and you know i don't want it to control my mood i don't want anything to really control my mood apart from me but yeah. i just happen to be the most highly sensitive person in the world so it's hard <laughs> um but i I think it's okay to be impacted by external validation, especially as creatives. Like we're here to make stuff, not just to make it, you know, like there is such a joy in just creating for creating sake, but we're here also to make impact. And yeah. when it does well or doesn't do well, like that's a. I I I really want to soothe both of our souls and anyone's souls who's listening. Like I think it's very valid to be impacted in that way. And of course, if something does well, that gives you such an invigorating feeling and that's really motivating and I feel like it doesn't need to be as icky or as like, you're not guilty of that. That makes perfect sense. Like you impacted, you made, you know, you made a connection, like people loved your work. Of course, that's motivating. Um, And I can see why that would, why it pushes me on when my posts do well. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, people really resonated with that. Now yes. I want to create something else, you know, and that's so normal. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of narratives around like you know influences and social media it's so it's so shallow it's so stupid and it's like this is a platform where we share our art and our creations like it's not really that shallow and it's not really that stupid to care about how these things perform on there.
1: Yeah oh my gosh it's like it it, to like to to strip it back completely I would not be anywhere without likes engagement and followers that's the crazy part of it all it's like no one would know who I was. I wouldn't have my platform. I wouldn't have the opportunities that I have. Like, I wouldn't have been able to quit my nine to five. Like, yes, of course, we we care about it. Like, what? Like, <laughs> if we just continued posting and like I was getting one like, I'd be like, what's wrong? Something? Yeah, wrong. something's wrong. And there's yeah. like that balance of like being aware of it and like not letting it affect you too much, but like also it's really important to help dictate or not even dictate, but like help direct us in like what is doing well. And it's like, yeah. okay, that didn't really hit as well. I wonder why. And that one yeah. did really well. What What's the difference between yeah, the- being curious with our creativity of like, you know, not that they're going to make like going to change us, but also I'm like, okay, that one didn't do as well. Um, There's obviously an air, er- a niche for it, but like, mm. I don't know, like it, maybe I didn't film it correctly or the humor didn't it wasn't edited well or you know it it, it helps us evolve as well. yeah of course
0: yeah we get feedback right and yeah yeah, like after like I always let myself have a little um, like I always need to have an emotional expression otherwise I don't feel like Amy so like if something's not doing well I'll grieve it for a little bit but I always make sure I'm not grieving it for too long and then yeah I'll either need to investigate it find something to uh take on and like creatively improve on or and this is a really hard one I need to say, well, I don't really know what was wrong with that. Could have been an algorithm thing, could have been, and I'm just going to have to let it go. And that surrendering is a really hard part for creators online. You know
1: what as well? Like surrendering it completely and pushing through not deleting it is. Oh,
0: we should definitely talk about this.
1: I struggle with so much.
0: It's so hard. I speak to so many creatives who are compulsive deleters. Yeah. I've been before. Yeah. Great. I'm and, and me too. And like let's embrace that. Like yeah. um, it's definitely something that creators want to do because if something's not resonating, you get this. I mean, the vulnerability of what we do,
1: like no one
0: is giving us enough credit. It is scary.
1: It's so scary. For me, the process is really interesting as well because I find that say I do post a piece doesn't perform as well as I thought, I immediately go into the oh no. It's not doing well. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Hang on. I'll just leave it. I'll leave it. Okay. Don't delete it. Just let it do its thing. And then I have this impulsive, like, no, I'm deleting it. I'm deleting it. Done. And then I'm like, I knew it wasn't going to do well. Why did I post that? That was so dumb. I took a risk and that didn't pay off. I'm so angry at myself because it, like, I knew, I knew that it wasn't going to do well. Millie, why did you do that? You're an idiot. And it's this really spiral. Yeah. Oh, and it's just, I think, um, oh, actually I'll get into this a little bit later, but Figuring out ways to kind of curb that, um, like, sorry, not curb it, but to really sit with it, like grit my teeth
0: Mm. and
1: sit with it if it's not doing well and being like, don't delete it. And you, once you like push through, it's actually really empowering to be so like so yeah,
0: empowering I
1: do as well I'm leaving it there because it's still my work yeah. and without the bad pieces of content there wouldn't be any good pieces of content amen
0: I have a ritual because I had such issues with this especially at the beginning of my journey of sharing where I went before I post anything I go do you like it yeah. and I'm like yeah I like it you know and that cannot change no matter how it does
1: that's good. I love it. So that. like,
0: you know, if I then find myself it doesn't perform well and I find myself having different feelings towards it, I'm like, mm, girl, <laughs> you said you said no. you liked it. You said you resonated. You thought <laughs> it was good. again. It's like,
1: hey, <laughs> that you maybe what did you do?
0: Sit down here. What what did you say before we posted this? Posted you said it. you liked it. <laughs> um and I also do this thing when I if it's I often do it when I post something very vulnerable and I feel very raw. Um, or it, i post something it's not doing well i'll lock the phone in the car and i'm not allowed to get it and so i just like have a separation no. yeah yeah I'm
1: so bold that would scare me
0: yeah i mean sometimes it doesn't last that long i'll go get it but like <laughs> at least it's I just I kind that. of out of sight out of mind and yeah. i think james clear talks about that a lot on atomic habits like you know yes. it's just not in my vision if i'm always looking at my phone i'm like what well, i need to check on that post because i wasn't doing well like you know what are people saying yeah. You know, so it's just
1: sight, out of mind is like something that has changed my life so much with like every area of my life and the phone being one of them as well. Mm. Like, I got, an, I literally got an Apple Watch. So yeah. So and, cool. Yeah. So, like, now my phone's up here. or like, I'll put it downstairs when I'm cleaning upstairs. and yeah, back so good. And you, like, this because I don't have any social media on it. Like, it's so good to detach. And sometimes I even forget that I even posted something mm. and I go back. So and I'm like, good. Oh, so, that's where you want to be so good. yeah um, I, I love
0: that wanna,
1: I did want to quickly the thing that I was going to mention before yeah the yeah thing that has really helped me um kind of not care in some ways it's good to care but also not to care not care as much about maybe what we
0: I'm say talking. like hold loosely or like yes. hold. yeah
1: yes like not be too attached
0: <laughs> yeah
1: to content is what I did was I made a second tiktok account oh and it's called millisecond. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Yeah, and it's just, it's like essentially in my spam account. Okay, great. Um, and because what I felt like I was doing was I have people are always shocked when I say probably eighty percent of the content that I film doesn't make it to that much.
0: is wild.
1: Yes, there is so many videos on my one terabyte gig Baby. terabyte phone. That doesn't even see the light of day because it's not good enough. In quotes,
0: mm. and well, you are you are a big perfectionist. I knew this about <laughs> you, but I'm just reminded.
1: I'm reminded. <laughs> Massive perfectionist. And so what I did was I made this second account so that if I ever have a thought or something that is just it 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 comes across my mind and it's not good enough for my mm. main. It still gets to go up. It still Sorry. gets
0: a chance. I yeah. love that. Yeah, I think that's the biggest gift for your little inner child ever. Yeah. It's like
1: here's like, how you can
0: do whatever you want.
1: I can do what I want, and I'm like, and it doesn't matter. I don't care. Well, okay, I will say just off that because now I'm getting a bit of a following on it. Yeah, I feel interesting. Like I'm going back to this like overthinking of content. And I have to catch myself and be like, you did say this was a space for anything. And also people who follow it also know that Millie, there's no like, cause I'm like, oh yeah, but I'm ruining my page. I'm like, you're not not annoying people because if they want to follow you, they have chosen to follow you and everything that comes with the account. And I've had multiple people saying your spam account
0: is my
1: favorite thing at the moment because it's just being a little bit rogue and a bit weird. And Millie,
0: we get to see you.
1: When I first started making this page the one thing that I really connected with was the feeling that I got that filled my body when I first started making my videos and it this rush of like oh my gosh this idea I don't care I don't care yeah. there's no pressure I felt that again for the first oh, time it's so years. beautiful and I was like oh my gosh I'm back and I started posting random content that didn't even like no like I just would turn on the camera. I wasn't in costume. I just randomly said whatever. I was doing like impressions of like Wild Child, the movie, like doing yes. this. And then I just had a random thought. I'm going to post that. Um, everything that wasn't a really like a fully thought- formed mm-hmm. thought, I would post. And it has it's- completely changed my life. Yeah.
0: I love it. It's your shitty art page. And like that's art page. That's what we need. And like, especially as a perfectionist, but all artists need it. We need space to make shitty art. And I love yes. that you've given this gift to yourself. After yeah. I have to talk to creators who are like, I want to have multiple accounts. And my first instinct is always like, why do you have to like segment yourself into all these different yeah. pieces? Like, why can't you just, you know, allow yourself to be seen? as a whole but I think these kind of things are really useful because again what we're doing is so vulnerable especially when you know Millie has a lot of eyes on her like it is extraordinarily vulnerable and giving your little inner child space to play and space to make crap art is like so important I can I can't even I'm so excited to hear that. I can't wait to follow I feel like it's going to give you so much freedom to just be and recognize that you're like beloved and you know and that you'll make an incredible impact by just being as well.
1: I, I agree. I think it has given me this, this like yeah, playroom to just experiment. And in. in my head, I remember when I moved out from my last place. When I moved out on my own for the first time, I remember thinking in my head, I want to have a like a drama room essentially, which I still don't have. But I'm like, I would love to have a room where I can just go. like literally like Mr. G's room. Like, oh my god, yeah. Go in and just play around and like I love just playing Playing, and finding stuff and part of like what comes with my videos is like I will literally find a random prop and use that in my skit and that triggers another idea and I found that if I am a perfectionist there's like this battle between um like you know, when I started to, to dress up as the teacher, they were mm. more realistic. And then I'm eventually going into shops and filming in their shop and yes. it's like the Most realistic video ever. And then there's this kind of contrast between that video and my original videos where yeah. I was like a jelly lady and like making up the ham and like with like rice crackers, it's like so different. And like, yeah. that stuff is what actually inspires me. Yeah is when it's like make believe almost yeah I mean I think like
0: listening to you and having witnessed you over so many years like I remember your videos on Facebook like fuck, like I've loved yes. your journey yeah. um, I Know about those
1: as well loved
0: loved. Yeah. um you are here to play And I think it's so interesting for your journey, you know, to play and to be witness in your play and to be silly and to be witness in your silliness and to give permission for others to just play and and laugh and be silly. But because you've grown so much and because you've been so successful in it, um, this playful profession that you're in has like this seriousness to it. And that is so hard to mix because like literally your job is to fuck around and find out. And like, but then there's a lot of stories and narratives around you. I'm guessing that make you want to take it very seriously. And what a strange yeah. dynamic!
1: It's like that's exactly it. And I think you know when you are like, oh, this is going out to that many people. Yeah. Um, I feel like I, I feel like I almost couldn't just spam them with stuff yeah. that's kind of shit and then some stuff that's kind of good because mm-hmm. I I felt like the reason I made it was because I felt like I was gonna ruin the health of the page and um because I'm quite selective if I started posting everything even though some of them have been viral hits on my second yeah page, yeah like he's like I just didn't know which ones were going to blow up but I just felt like a would people just unfollow because it looks like I don't care about my page and I don't care where yeah I yeah and b am I going to regret ruining that and then mm-hmm. I can't go back so mm-hmm. I almost again it's my- that
0: is the rug going to get pulled
1: yep yeah. And I was like, oh, what if people are like, oh, Millie's not as good as she used to be. She's just so painful. That plays in my head a lot. You know, just not as funny as as she used to be, like clearly running out of ideas or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this to the second page because now no one can say anything. And I took my beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. If you want to follow me, you're choosing to follow that second page. You can't then be like, why are you posting me so much? Oh, sorry, yeah. posting so much. Like you're annoying us, uh, like block me then unfollow mm-hmm. me. And it's got no damage to my like original page. I, yeah. yeah. And I also
0: feel like, and we spoke a bit about this before I started recording. It allows for your evolution to be witnessed as well. Yeah. And yeah. I think Millie and I were talking before about just like when, when you do get connection and you are making an impact, especially online, like people expect very specific things from you, but what about when you grow and you evolve and you want to share different things and you want to express yourself in different ways and share different art? Like how do you teach an audience that you're an ever evolving human being? And that's so hard. And do you feel like that second account gives you space for that?
1: Yes. Oh my, I can't even like tell you how much it does because I think, whether people like it or not, like they will put you in a box, mm, like yeah. just just based on like you know we all make first impressions of people. Yeah. We all put people like we all got different um, versions of people in our head, and like yeah. to, to many people, I am that teach teacher girl, yeah, the, the back girl. Yeah. Oh, I'm. I'm I, they don't even know my name. They're like the girl that does the teacher video. Yeah, but, isn't it? you that chick. <laughs> and so, <laughs> oh, and really? like as much as I'm, I'm so I'm actually so proud of it. Of, like, I of course really you am. are. Yeah. I'm really proud of that, that like that I've made that many people kind of laugh from yeah. our old childhood kind yeah. of, of memories. Like that's awesome. However, there is so much more to me. Yeah. And it's hard to like like break through the noise if mm. that's all people are seeing. Like totally get that. Um and I think I've been doing this for two years. I'm almost twenty seven and I started when I was twenty four. Um and I am of course going to be a different person and mm. um, I want it, I kind of want it to reflect in my work a little bit. Like for course. example, there's, there's a whole other side of me, which, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a girl who loves, you know, fashion and beauty. Yeah,
0: and yeah. stuff.
1: And I just felt like, you know, that's also an extension of my creativity in a way oh, but people
0: seeing
1: it from me. So it's kind of like, if I just randomly posted like a fashion haul on my main page, people would be like,
0: we weren't Um, expecting this
1: this was your page now but if I go and do that on the second page there is
0: you get your power back
1: yeah so I'm like I'm like so interesting yeah Um, so it has yeah evolve
0: yeah I find that really similarly actually like I you know I'm the creativity girl journaling girl and like sometimes I just want to post like a really hot picture of myself
1: literally oh my god it's so funny because I always joke that like like the hot pics of me do worse than me, yeah. Always, like people want me to look as ugly as possible. And me. like, Millie, oh, my. that's
0: what they want from you, yeah. And, and then it's not not like, fair.
1: people are like, Oh, like I'm not no, you're so sexy, Millie. Like, it's weird, I'm really pretty. and I'm like, Thank you, like, uh, thank you. Like, that's lovely. I that's a lovely compliment, but also, I'm just like, So, you sound that sound surprised that I was pretty much. And I'm like, you know what? I've been posting in my like office lady attire. Like I don't blame them, you know, yeah, I of make course. myself look ugly online. That's fine.
0: Yeah. But again, I like this idea that you have a space to take up space, however it is you feel in the moment. And I think for me at the moment, I'm just navigating like, how can I gently take care of myself, but also make sure, gently <laughs> steer my audience into an understanding that, you know, you're going to get some different things. Um, I know because I'm going to evolve and I am an entire person and, and I want to be seen as an entire person yes. and, and not everybody does um as creatives and that's cool and also I think it can make a lot th- things a lot simpler if you just yeah. want to be have your very clear brand but like to me my art is me like a, yeah, like, a huge part of it is like I am like the creation so I would like to be witnessed in a bigger way than just you know my creative thoughts like yes. Sometimes I want to share other stuff and I have to be brave enough. I think to be witnessed in that and to also have feedback that isn't as good as when I share what's expected. And that's such bravery, like rebranding in any kind of way like that is so hard. Um, But I think we owe it to ourselves and you've done that and given it to yourself. And I'm so like, Inspired by that, but yeah, like I deserve to be witnessed in how I want to be witnessed, and so I'm going to be posting more hot pics. You know,
1: yes, and it's so funny because I remember receiving a message. I think it was about a year ago, and this it was like actually a mum. It was a lady mm-hmm. messages me. I literally had been. I posted a pic of myself wearing jeans, and mm-hmm. and I had. I genuinely had so many people being like, "Where are your jeans from? I love them," and I did the classic like, hey, "Yeah, hi, yeah." Ask my jeans. And then I got this woman replying to me, being like, "Oh, what? So you're like a fashion account now? Great." And I'm so like, tricky. "Sorry, sorry." <laughs> I was, I was so literally sorry. like, "I was literally like," um, and I I, I never reply to this stuff, but I actually kindly replied, and I was like, "Hey, like, I'm not just an animal here to entertain." Yeah. Me. And also, believe it or not, I'm not hilarious one hundred percent of the time. Like, I have interests. I have hobbies. Yeah. I enjoy sharing things with people. This is a positive space. Whatever yeah. it looks like, whatever I want it to be, I can make it whatever I want. Yes. You can't say to me, you're not allowed to post fashion. It's fucking pages. ridiculous.
0: This is and the then- people pleaser that's being challenged to the fucking max. <laughs> and
1: I, I responded and she responded with, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I even said that. You have created such a positive space and I actually really enjoy your posts. And I was like,
0: yes, well like, done, Millie. Really.
1: Thank you. Like, like, thank you. And I really appreciated that she replied in that way because that's obviously a big thing. But yeah. I'm so glad that I also did say that because- I'm
0: so glad.
1: I could have chickened out and be like, oh my gosh, people don't like it. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get judged. And I'm like, who's the person that's judging me? Like they even mm. realized that they snapped. And yeah, yeah. being unrealistic. And like, like, I'm also, I have to constantly remind myself, it's like, if people don't want to see that, they're gonna unfollow you. Don't worry about that. Yeah. They're gonna stay consistent with you. You want them around anyway. You don't yeah. want people who aren't interested in like what you have to offer. Yeah. Get rid of them anyway.
0: Yeah, we don't need them. And it's very hard for a people pleaser to learn that yeah. because we want for some reason we want everybody.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we, we can't do. have everyone. We, we can't. I had to um, learn like a hard lesson about that as well. Is like um is like when I've had this obsession with being like a good person Uh, and like being viewed as a good person like Mm -hmm. morally like everything like that and it hit me the other day when like I'd heard someone been saying things about me um like a like a close like person in my life and it was just so wrong and I was like hang on a minute I am doing everything I possibly can to be good and it you still don't view me as good. So like we're clearly on different levels here. And yeah. no matter what I do, I don't think I can can't change do me. shit. So it just made me realize I'm just gonna live my life the way that I want to. And people will make those like assumptions of me.
0: They will. Yeah. <sighs> and like what a painful lesson, but like a really important one, because otherwise you're gonna spend like your whole life trying to control stuff you absolutely cannot control. Literally. And like, and I guess then it just has to come back to us knowing, you know, I love what I create. I love what I share. Like, this is what I want to do. And I am impacting and connecting with people in some way, yep. not everyone, but I am making impact and just sitting back in that truth and trusting that truth again and again and again, because yep. we are going to get bombarded with people who, you know, intentionally and misunderstand us and, you I think it's one of the most painful things for artists to be misunderstood, like chronically misunderstood. It is so painful. But how do we take care of ourselves through that? Because it will happen. And, you know, we shouldn't be changing who it is we are or what it is we make to, you know, appease these fucking people who will never get it.
1: Literally, they'll never get it. And it's like almost you have to just, you have to surrender, surrender and leave it. Like, all right, I've done all I can and you know what? That one person is also not going to change my life. So oh my God, I yes. Can't, like, stop submitting to like other people's opinions yeah. of me. Um,
0: Something else that I think about regularly is that um people just really actually don't give a fuck. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I have to remind myself, have myself all the time.
1: It. I need that like tattooed on me because yeah. I forget it that
0: often. Like people aren't thinking about you that much, Amy. <laughs>
1: people are literally <laughs> thinking about you when they come across your post on their feed. And even then for like a second. Like a second. (laughs) Like Like, I am so, sorry, I'm so self-obsessed that I think that people are missing me. Where's Millie's content? It's like, sorry, guys. It's like no one cares. (laughs) I I often get
0: asked from from creators who have taken breaks from social media, like, should I announce my comeback? I'm like, respectfully, like your art is really important, but nobody gives a flying fuck where you've been.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No one. No one. And no one noticed no one noticed no no one's noticed and it's like it's like okay well why am I announcing my like my comeback okay am I just like like am I looking for people to like we yeah. oh, missed you we did <laughs> like what am I looking for I think um, it's like this like
0: strange like we just can't perceive we're so in our own creative world yes. like, we can't perceive that other people
1: haven't been obsessed <laughs> It's baffling to me that I'm not at the forefront of everyone's mind every day. Literally, And like if I post a hot picture
0: or like, you know, if, if I want, because I love, it's again, like, I love fashion. Like I'd love to move into that kind of yes. creative space. If I like move into that way, people are not lying in bed at night being like, God, that, that chick that always speaks about creativity. Now she's speaking about clothes. I fucking hate her.
1: <laughs> She's trying to get into fashion. It's like, shut up.
0: Come on. <laughs> Come on, Amy. Zoom out, zoom out, zoom out. And so for yeah. that one's a big one for me. Like, just nobody cares. Like, yeah. if you don't post today, nobody gives flying fuck. Like, just yeah. zoom out and stop being so unbelievably self-involved. And I'm, I'm compassionate for it. Like, I'm not yeah. angry at myself for being self-involved. Like, this is the human experience. Yeah. But sometimes we really do. Like, no one actually gives flying fuck.
1: And I think that that's what I need to hear a lot because I have this, like, I have a really bad relationship with stories, like Instagram stories. Ah, interesting. Yeah. So like, I find that I will put as much thought and like, I give it as much airtime as like a post that's going to exist on my Oh program. baby,
0: that's a lot of energy.
1: It's awful. Like I am genuinely like, so I overthink my stories so much. Sometimes I don't care. and I'll just like, whatever. Like those are those days. And then a lot of the time I, like, I overthink how many posts I've posted that day, how many responses I've gotten to the posts. Um, is it funny enough for everybody? Like, because they're, you know, they're following me. They deserve mm-hmm. funny content. If I post a picture of my coffee and that's the only thing I posted mm-hmm. that day, can't really do that. So I better have a funny piece of content lined up so that yeah. people don't just think, oh, she's just posted her coffee. Like, it's yeah, so
0: it's incessant. So-
1: so obsessive and i'm just like just and like so that's i I take photos of things throughout the day i'm taking videos i'm taking content doesn't get posted doesn't get posted like it is just chock-a-block of stuff that um, I, i'm like oh that's right i forgot that i filmed that no one ever saw that like
0: i wonder how you heal that and i'm interested i'm it's interested
1: to do with the like like no one cares thing
0: like no have- i mean i think that maybe you just got to sit with that millie every time yeah. no one fucking cares like literally yep. Every time you take a picture, nearly no one cares.
1: And I think what I, because if I do a post that does really well on my stories and I get like a ton of responses, mm. it's a really nice feeling of like, of course, yeah, funny so you, stories. And then if I do one the next day that doesn't get like any, you're like, okay, so I guess me? that was a miss. All right. I guess I'm not funny. <laughs> like, I guess I
0: think what we need i mean this is like such a big conversation i could really talk to you for hours but like i think we need to have space where we don't monitor reaction as strongly so and this is what you've done perfectly with your two tiktoks like it's okay to take great care over your um main profile because you know this is your life and your business and your art and like great like we're allowed to have a lot of care about it but we cannot be measuring and taking in data at this rapid rate with every kind of aspect of our sharing um, and so we almost need to, it doesn't matter what happens on my stories or even not like trying not to look or protecting yep. yourself in some way that allows you to just be like, this is my free space. Just like yep. you have a free space um, over in your second account on TikTok.
1: That's a really good point. I think I almost have to just be like, okay, from now on. Yeah. Like, stories. I it don't want done...
0: you to spam me.
1: Yes. I need to be spamming everybody with like, yeah, great. I think as well, I get scared that people, because it's funny because I get like, I get really positive responses to my stories. People I love your stories interested but in my head I'm like that's because I've curated it and it's like I'm only posting the stuff which I deem to be like good enough to post. or like I always overthink the order so I'll be like okay I need to post that because that happened this morning and then I haven't posted that yet so I can't post this oh my thing is running I'm sorry my who's at my door
0: oh you can go check if you want
1: one second yeah take your time all right, I'm back. Hello. That was just um, delivery for a brand collaboration that I'm doing. So to
0: get back. Okay, yeah, some okay. I'm gonna dive right back in because I got something to say. Get
1: back into it. <laughs>
0: have you got time? I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I you. Yeah, I have. A um,
1: yeah, probably. Have a, I've got a little bit more time. Okay, cool. On.
0: We'll wrap it up in a sec. I, I could literally talk for so long.
1: I know. Same.
0: <laughs> okay, this was what I was gonna say. Do you think that? Do you believe that your overthinking and your perfectionism is why
1: you're successful? I think that's a, an amazing question. Um, I think I would say having standards has contributed to it. Mm-hmm. Um, as in, it's a it's a double edged sword because in some ways, yes, there's so much art that hasn't been shared, and maybe I would be way further along if I had shared it all. Mm-hmm. However, being selective. And having standards of what I what I what I want to put out and put my name to has created an image that I think people perceive that like I've got good content. Like they don't look at me and think, oh, you know, once every one every 10 posts is good. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You've been like
1: they're pretty consistent.
0: Mm. And I
1: think so in some, in some ways, I think that yes, being selective can be good. Mm. And that also is partly why when I'm picking brand collaborations, I'm so picky. picky.
0: I will really understand that.
1: But also I would say that like, who knows if I would be further along, if I, if I was, if I didn't overthink as much, like knows that there could be, Three viral videos sitting in my job. Yeah, could be. They could be. Like, who knows? And yeah. oh, actually, you know what? This happens frequently. Like, I'll post an old video and I'm like, oh lol, this one was a random do- one. Yeah. It does really well. And I'm like, okay. And that's a lesson to myself yeah, to like have more faith. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's like the key for me being successful, but I think that it it it's my it's become my process I yeah suppose.
0: yeah it's and and you trust the process because it has worked yes, in so many ways
1: for me, yeah.
0: yeah yeah that's really interesting um yeah I, I was just thinking I was wondering why like the overthinking is because serve- it's clearly serving you because you keep coming back to it and I was wondering if it's like yeah because a, a lot of it like a lot of the intention and the care is why you're so successful but then it goes that next step and and it's almost like well it's tormenting you and it's <laughs> yeah and it's debilitating like-
1: I hate that my brain moves this quickly, and like part of me wants to. I think maybe that's it because I'm like, because it's worked for so long. Yeah, it's embedded in me that it's like, oh no, of course I have to have a. You've got to
0: do that. Yeah, I've got got to have a crisis if I'm gonna get to this point. Like, and I think we learn, and and I, you get addicted to it. Yeah. I got so addicted to like stress and depression because I thought that was how I got to good ideas, you know, and it's like, we learn, and then we get, and then the good ideas work. And so you're like, okay, well got to have a breakdown to get there. Or I've got to over obsess about it to get there when that's not actually why it was successful and yeah. we could eliminate this <laughs> and, you know, have to, if not be more successful, at least have a nicer life.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I also, because with my, like when I'm filming a video, Mm. on top of all the ones that don't make it. I might've done like 20 takes, 20 to 30 takes yeah. of a video that doesn't even make it. Like it doesn't even make the freaking page mm. because it's still not good enough. And it's ridiculous because sometimes I've posted it and I've been like, oh, I'll just do it anyway. And then it hasn't done well. And I'm like, I shouldn't have posted it. Yeah, I should have done it, delete. I knew it, yeah. I knew I shouldn't have posted it. And so it's almost like my gut is so bang on That I know, I know when it's good. I almost know when it's going to do well. And so I let myself down if I like just ignore it.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, it's like, Millie, you know, but you know what's good. You know what works. You've seen it. So, and like, yes, there's overthinking involved. And when I'm watching back a video and I'm looking for the almost looking for errors, being like, that that was a good take, the overthinking like does help me correct it. And then produce the final product. Like I don't know, it works. It's really interesting.
0: It's really interesting. Definitely something to look into. I think as I kind of wrap up this podcast, even though it could go on forever, I feel like so much of what we've been talking about today just reminds me of like, when you choose to live a creative life, like you have to look at yourself in such a like spotlight. And there's so much of your, like your brilliance, but also like your pain and your darkness that comes out when you choose to create and you have to like literally do the work. And I feel like if I, if we were like accountants, we wouldn't have to be investigating ourselves so much.
1: It's crazy. And I think that my takeaway from this chat, like obviously amongst other things is like, I really, I'm just going to try for a bit to just try like say not with my main page, but with my other two pages, sorry, mm. my stories yeah. and my spam page, is to just try not to overthink and just yeah. give myself a little just play, play around, be stupid, be silly, mm. um, and that is at my core what I love to do. I love yeah, being in you. Dark. I think I need to find sometimes find that again. Yeah, um, and just remember, nothing cares. We're on a floating blip in the it's universe. Awesome. Like, what is this? <laughs> What is it <laughs> And we're like we're sitting here being like, what's the reason? And it's 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 it stupid. Matter.
0: It doesn't matter. I love that. I love yeah. that. And I think as you do that and as you play and as you just like let yourself be witness, you also give permission for others to do the same. And I feel like that's easy to forget. Um, but when you just let yourself be seen with ease and playfulness, you yeah, you let others. Do that for themselves. And I
1: love seeing other people do it. I love people just, I'm like, I'm so glad you posted that. Is so oh God, yes. And vulnerable and I love it. Yeah. We're
0: going to back ourselves the way we back others really
1: yeah absolutely
0: all right well thank you so much Millie I'm so grateful for you um Millie has her own
1: podcast do you want to spam (gasps) us with that yes thank you Amy um so it is out of character with Millie um and it's a Spotify original so it's only available on Spotify hopefully you have it (laughs) (laughs) but it's just like it's literally as the name suggests it's me out of character kind of getting to know my life my stories you know my thoughts and feelings it's kind of like my diary I guess love it Millie's journals,
0: love it. Thank
1: you so much for having me, Amy. I've had the best
0: time. It's been the best. I don't even. I don't want to stop it. You know, could go on Um, for hours. I know. So grateful. Thanks, guys, and we'll see you next week.